What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode where I ain't shit. I'm not gonna lie, I always contemplate why I chose that to be the name of my podcast, but I digress. <laughs> I have a special guest here with me tonight, late at night, but I'm so happy to have her. She's a fellow friend, a vlogger herself. She has her own page dedicated to dating. I have a dating professional herself. <laughs> Don't you laugh? Take yourself seriously. Not a dating professional. Her name is Ina. Welcome to the channel, girl. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I mean, I say professional because the way you swerve. I'm dead. <laughs> Hon- no, it's, honestly, it's all, it's, it's all in a day's work. <laughs> It is all in days work. I, I think it's so hilarious because we're like polar opposites. You actually are very open-minded to going on dates. I will. I can't. <laughs> you can't? What do you mean? Dude, I haven't been on a date in four years. What are you waiting for? Not a damn thing. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much out there. You see what I'd be going through. There is, it, it. But then again, your experience may not be mine. I don't know what it is. I, th- I just feel like I have such a zero tolerance, like not tolerance, because I'm not going to say like the people that have come across are rude. Not all of them are rude, but right. I just feel when I, because I look at it more in the hookup perspective. And I think in the beginning yeah. of being single, I was more or less getting, like I was getting ass hurt when you get attached and they don't like you back. Damn, it happens. Right. But it's just don't catch feelings. And then you just like fall into feelings. <laughs> I think it's not so much like don't catch feelings. I always look at it as like, you know, I try and look at it objectively. Do I actually like this person? Like, can I see us being together or is the dick just good? And I'm getting and I'm getting mixed up, you know? So I think that for all my little situationships, which I call my boyfriends, um, you know, none of them have ever been like, damn, this was partner material. That's I've never experienced that, so it's not really a loss. I shouldn't have, the feeling shouldn't have been got caught. Yeah. I think also sometimes when you do break up with them, it's like like a friend breakup, right? Because you spent all this time together, you've been intimate. So if that falls off, I think that that's normal to be hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a conversation people are not like open with obviously including myself having like an episode prior talking about commitment issues and and all that jazz i think we're so we've gotten into a really weird funk with dating where everyone's like okay but now we need to communicate but communicating also means you need to be vulnerable and like you said be willing to put yourself out there and if it doesn't go as planned then okay you get hurt it sucks move on learn from your learn from it take some good from it remember the good shit move on that's all you can do because, man, I get broken up with literally every week. <laughs> <laughs> dating professional, ladies and gentlemen. Dating professional. What was, it? Oh, what was it two weeks ago and two guys had broken up with me with like within a span of like four days? I was sick. I was sick. It was Shaggy. I was, I was, was it Shaggy? I was, I was watching man, that one. Shaggy, Shaggy <laughs> and Smith. Shaggy and Smith. And I was like, yo, what the hell is going on here? Those are her nicknames for her boyfriend. I love her. She calls them boyfriends. I call them dick appointments. We, we, it's levels hey, to this shit. I, we never, I never slept with either of them. We didn't get that far. And see, I'm the opposite. I sleep with them first and I'm just like, mm, 
you want to be friends? No. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes you got to try it out before you know if you're going to invest or not. So I don't knock that either. I just need, I need a little bit more commitment Absolutely. before I, before I, you know, I'm popping coochie. <laughs> it's the truth man i i think for me as as shallow as it sounds like sex is so important i was like it's just with me it is. it's just it is and i'm sure there always has to be that one fucking person well for me okay moving on <laughs> i think right. it's very important to have a, at okay. least like a sexual attraction to the person that you're you're dating you're talking to whatever so I definitely like for me, just getting to know people and, and going on dates. Like if I'm already going into it where I'm just like, all I want to do is really sleep with this person. That's the only reason like, I don't want to go on a date. Cause in my head, I'm like, okay, then I got to sit there awkwardly and have dinner. Oh my God. I have a fucking, co- all I'm thinking of is, ah, this is motherfucking just gonna fuck me or not. All right, bye. I think it's your thing. <laughs> this no, is what I, gets I, breeded. <laughs> I, I, I get that, especially because you don't want to, like you said, you know, you got a little bit of commitment issues here and there. So it doesn't really make sense to like someone or really vet that if all you want is the physical. Yeah. And that's okay because sometimes anything deeper than that, they're not capable of anyway. Facts. So everybody wins. I remember going on this date and I, I haven't been on a date in four years. Okay, I did go on this date. What? <laughs> Okay, with with two years ago, okay, this lucky man. With this lucky man, it was hilarious. We worked together, so that's how I knew him um, back in college. And I had a little crush on him, a little, my first little desk job. Okay. And and, uh, the journalism school, so cute, little walked around with his little chest popped out, looking like a little peacock. It was a good time. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) And I just remember. I don't even know how we got each other's number. And then a whole last year later, he had asked me if I wanted to go get some drinks, but go to Cobra and do all the things. And I was like, okay, cool. Like dead ass, just the no sexual conversations, nothing too, okay. nothing too crazy. It was literally just like, I want to take you out. So I finally said, yes, Anya, go out with this man. What's I love that? that. I love that. You know, that's right on my speed right there. Right. But then you put liquor in me and just hard left every time. <laughs> hard left. Yeah, any tequila, dark liquor, and Dude. get me lit. I'm a slut. <laughs> yes, panties off every time. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> so obviously, getting like just all the all the things there. I'm just like, you know what? I just I'm here to have a good time. Okay. Not a long time. So then, yeah. I mean, obviously, you you give signals to a man like that that finds you attractive with consent. Mm-hmm. He's going to take you back home and do all the things. And I felt bad because, like, after I slept with them, it it was not great. Oh. See, and that's why you you don't be going on dates beforehand because if you like him and then it's not good, then what do you do? Especially when he was a sweet baby angel. E, C. Yeah, that's a downside. I was like, I was like laying in his apartment and I'm just thinking to myself, this Mm. this poor kid, like, no. And you can get and you can get caught up like that, like. And I don't like I that. Was, I've been in a situation and like it wasn't good, but he was so nice, and so I just kept putting up with it. <laughs> just fucking making a grocery I, list. Just you know, I, I really needed some Ajax. I'm day. like, you know, this is not hitting the way that it should. Like, damn, I'm thinking about exes while he's in it, and I'm like, fuck, this is not good. <laughs> have yeah. you see, have you seen that show, Sex Life, the one everyone's talking about? No, it's on my watch list. 
I, I skipped to, to episode three twenty, whatever oh, wow. the the timestamp was to see what everybody was talking about. You can watch episode three. It's very relevant to this conversation. <laughs> okay, just because I'm like, uh, I mean that ended up not working out anyway because I brought out sex toys and like he was just not for that. Well, that's very soon to, to be to be like this is me. Well, I mean, like I feel like maybe it was our second or third time. And I was drunk, and I'm like, I want to come. It's I wish just... more dudes were okay with that. Do you understand? Like, I'm uh, once again, man, have conversations that I know were taboo in the past, but if you were, you'd have a great time. Like, if the guy would just be chill with that, he'd have a great time. Oh my gosh, there have been so many guys that are like, you don't need that. And do not think of toys in the bedroom as your enemy or as your competition. They are your teammate. Teammate. I don't tell you, you don't need your muscles. You work out in the gym every fucking day. You don't need your six pack. You don't need your muscles. Don't fucking tell me what I do and do not need. <laughs> right. I just, I think that the experience can be better for all of us. And there's toys for guys too that I've, you know, tried to put on. Um, and some guys have really liked it. I think that everyone should just be open to experimenting. Absolutely. It, the, the one story where a guy was offended that somebody, uh, what did she say? She said that he looked like he ate ass and that was the worst assumption for him. Yeah! <laughs> I thought that that was a compliment because then he said he freaky. And that, like, for a girl... Okay, guys, like, I feel like, especially in the LGBT community, like, anywhere when it, when in regards to the booty hole, that has to be a very clean area for play. So you have yeah. to respect that if someone is down for that area, they're putting in work. So, you so, would hope. You, you would hope. That's another thing. But <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know why he got so offended by that. I would I don't know. I wouldn't get offended by that. He's not fun. That was fun. I will say though, it's that that's definitely don't knock it till you try it territory. Oh, absolutely. And you know, sometimes it just gotta be with the right person. Like there you gotta be with someone that's enthusiastic about it. You can't be with someone that's like nervous or eh. Nah, someone gotta be like, I'm up in that booty. Dude, and you know what's so, so funny yeah. as I read? <laughs> We're just getting truth out. I'm just saying. Just, this is the podcast, man. I ain't shit. I never said that this was a clean and content. There should be no children listening. Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> but um, I, I had my first, ex first experience a couple weeks ago. I know them on some personal level. These are not right. randoms that I meet at a bar. These are not randoms I meet on an app. Mm -hmm. None of these men are random. So I'm very fucking confused as to how that came out like a Craigslist ad. <laughs> and he's never like come into the bed with that energy, right? Like everything else but that. All right, so somebody, somebody's been showing him the ropes. I think so, or he, this, I don't know. He just, he risked it and it paid off. <laughs> not risk it though like I guess not risk it because he was very comfortable with me but I felt like the kombucha girl where I was like so you know what hmm. <laughs> ah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I officially after that night I was like you know what don't knock it right <laughs> and that's how it is that's how it is anytime something new unfortunately for me you know I'm the one that uh is putting people on to things because <laughs> I just don't I think guys are just a little bit more uh I know that they get this reputation as being whores which I think that they're very easy in that case um but in terms of like freaky or experimental like they're just not they're very vanilla very vanilla I think 
with 2021 and everyone's starting to have more conversations like open like ourselves, guys are kind of more in tune with their own feelings, talking about their own mental health and blah, blah, blah. I think it's it's starting to open up the conversation that a lot of people have been missing out on a lot of, for example, mm-hmm. experimentation or missing out on opportunities, going on dates, whatever it is, the, the, the levels to it. You have to open your mind and life just slows down and becomes that much more fun when you open Correct. your mind. Like That's what I'm saying. Like sex shouldn't be this taboo. Right. Eating ass, that's not freaking <laughs> me. Let me let me let me peg you. Then then let's talk. Let, let's let's take it up a level. Take it up a level. Have a good time. It is not that Right. I guess. And then that, that's another thing, like how we talked about or earlier when I talked about coming out, like Again, we're having an open conversation about this, but you don't need to bring it to the table what you do in your sex life. Correct. Like, I think that, well, for me personally, I like to initiate that just because I know that every guy wants that. I know that sounds a little conceited of me, but like, there's never been a man that has turned me down for sex, ever. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what, well, maybe once. Maybe once, I was like 23, but it's never happened i can go up to any guy in a bar and say hey take me home and he's gonna do it so for me because it's so easy to get like i need to know what else that you have to offer and that you have to bring to the table so like i want to know a little bit more about you before i jump into that so when guys lead with sex i'm just like this is such a turn off because you're literally one of a million Dude, it, it's so, you know, and it by no means, like, I feel like women have been objectified for so long that, like, yeah, we get to talk like this. I don't know. I don't know why guys are getting a little tense with the, with how women are so much more open with their sex lives. Like, you guys have been for, for years, and now we're finally just like, yeah, yeah, I sleep around. I remember this one guy at work called me a slut, and I was like, and? And? You mad because yeah. you weren't on the roster? <laughs> okay, okay, like... 10 points so? to Gryffindor. I don't know what you what you did there. Okay, you're mad because I'm getting my nuts. Like Relevance. Relevance to the story. I, I just, think there's, there's nothing wrong with being called a slut, a whore, or whatever. Like, I think people are using that because they think that they're going to shame women. But, like, it really doesn't matter because y'all want sex. Who are you supposed to have sex with? And women want sex too. So it's it's just okay. come to the conversation open and respectful and you'll get far. It's- Use your cues. Like, just be easy about it. Feel it out. Like, I get being straightforward, but these men don't have no finesse no more. No, they there's do no, not. There's no romance. There's no seduction. Like, there's nothing. They don't have anything. And so it's just, it's very boring to me. Let me tell you how, how low the bar is. Let me tell you how low. <laughs> My friend gave me shit. I literally just literally just slept with a guy recently and I was telling uh my best friend Robin about it and obviously I'm a good storyteller I like to set up the story I like to tell you the ifs ands and buts and literally she stops me mid-story she's like Yesenia all he all he did was give you fucking forehead kisses that's it she goes that's the bar that's all a motherfucker has to do for you to be like you know panties drop and I'm like "Mm." it was out of the ordinary for you like it's not happening every day I was like, leave me alone, okay? I'm a sucker for some fucking forehead kisses. Whatever. It's the affection that you like. It sure is. It, it sure is. I'm a sucker. 
<laughs> I'm a sucker for some cuddles and tequila. What can I say? <laughs> no. No, it's literally like, it's either like something very affectionate like that, or I love, uh, and I swear to God, I gotta pick my words carefully here. Uh, aggression or assertiveness. Like you said, like yeah. romance for you, for me, I just like, you wanna fucking kiss me? Throw down and kiss me. Do not beat on the bush or be awkward around me. You want some dominance. You want some dominance. You want to feel. And I think that that's okay. I think that more men would get further if they just ask. Yep. I remember one of the guys that I slept with, my my friend was just like, whoa, that's not your type. Like, what in God's, like, whoa, were you drunk? (laughs) And I was like, no. He just knew what the fuck he wanted. And I can respect and appreciate that in a man. Oh my gosh, that happened to me recently. Mind you, this dude was like five foot. Met him at Cobra, but like the way that he just stepped to me. Yeah, it just worked. It worked. He was confident about it. He was very respectful. He complimented me. He offered to buy me a drink. I hate being in a club and a man trying to talk to me. He's not offering me no goddamn drink. Why are you doing that? Where is your home training? Oh yeah, man. They just... I, it's definitely dating has changed a lot. The scene. I feel like we're so angry at each other, <laughs> men and females. I just, I'm like, okay, go to somebody else. I just don't know why you would look at me and think, oh, I'm gonna give her the bare minimum. Not that you should be giving any woman the bare minimum to begin with, but I'm not sure why the math is not mathing. Dating used to be fun, I think. Like, I'm still having a great time. <laughs> she said i'm still having a great time i just meant like i just don't think like you said that mindset isn't around anymore where you know you go out you buy a couple drinks you're getting to know strangers you're getting to know people and then off the off chance you make a connection they take each other home i don't know but to me i feel like that's how it used to be now everybody goes on apps and it's just not the same i can't knock it because i mean maybe in the past recently since i've been on my i've been calling it my redemption tour it hasn't it hasn't been like that but in the past like it was i'm vibing you know you like me you want to take me out i'm gonna take you on a date and like we click and now all of a sudden like i'm obsessed with them you know he wants to see me all the time it was just very easy and now i just think that i don't know people are just so fucking horny that i think it it really gives them like short tunnel vision in terms of like could this person be long-term or short-term? And not even like on relationship shit. It's just, you know, could they be cool? And can I fuck for an extended period of time? And I think with apps, maybe I will make the argument that because it's just, there are so many women or so many men that it's just very easy if I'm not feeling this, I'm gonna move. That's yeah, 100%. That, that argument where we just have so many options, we're just like, there, there could be somebody better around the corner. So just keep right. swiping. Exactly. And it's true though, like I always say men are like buses. If you miss one, another 15, another one will come and they're not necessarily better or worse than the next one. Absolutely. Like I, it's like you said, like I swear they're so fucking horny all the time. I remember this one guy, he literally, I he texted me in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I any, anything anything before 11 a.m. is not my shit. And okay. he's like, you're so cranky. How can I cheer you up? And I was like, I'm fine. I don't need Give anything. Give me some to- fucking money. I was like, I don't need anything to cheer me up. I'm chill. You know what he does? What every man does. He sent me a dick pic at like 11 in the morning. Oh, my God. 
And it, it, okay, but hear me out. This was the first of ever. It was flaccid. <gasps> Ew. What are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> first off, never, 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 anybody listening to this episode, never ever send me a dick pic unless I ask for it. And even then, send me a video instead because them pictures, y'all don't be getting the angles right. Facts. There's no, you know, it's ashy, like. <laughs> just, just facts. Bro. Like, I just, I had never received a flaccid picture in my life. I just was like, the, that is not the confidence I am talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Not that. No, no, ma'am. No, 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 no. No, ma'am. That is a quick way to have me never speak to you again in my life. <laughs> Well, also, it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I think, like, you definitely misread the situation because this isn't attractive to me. Yeah. I think it's just misread across the board. Like, you know, our fluidity or how we're having an open conversation about our sexuality. Like, the moment I came out with the episode about my dick appointments, it's like I set out a fucking Craigslist ad and the (laughs) amount of DMs I would get of, like, so, like... Okay, but that's a turnoff to me. That's a huge turnoff to me because... You flinging dick like this means that you'll fling it to anybody. There's no discernment in who you're sleeping with. Like, you're just, you just want to get wet. And like, to me, I'm like, that's, first of all, y'all don't even be good enough at this shit to be slinging like this to begin (laughs) with. You're not good enough to do this. I've never met a man that it was that easy to get home and I was blown away. Dude, I, I think I think they watch way too much. I don't know what the hell y'all be watching to to give you that. That's a that's the wrong level of confidence I'm asking to bring to the table or we're bringing to the table. Like when I talked about that, I think I was like, okay, let me put a backstory to that because apparently these dudes are, are out of pocket with how they're approaching me. Every person that I've ever slept with, you're not a part of it. You're yeah. not in the You bucket. would know. <laughs> right. You would know because I would have been stepping to you. Dude, it was it was literally like it so rubbed me the wrong way and I was joking to my friends. I'm like, don't get me wrong, like I'm an open book because I chose to put my personal life on a public platform. So that way people could feel more comfortable like if they relate to me, they themselves can feel more comfortable about that situation. And I joke, I'm like, look, yeah, there's levels to this shit, right? I, I call it poetry. Okay. <laughs> there are levels to poetry. Poetry 101, 202, and 360. Okay. Ooh, what? 101 are like you know the, the babies. These are the the young teenagers and and all that stuff. Right. 202, you start having like an attack, like no attachment type sex and stuff like that. And then 360, mm-hmm. I would like to think is where you and I are. We've established what we want. <laughs> We're veterans. We're veterans in this shit. Veterans, we're not new to this. We're not new. We're not afraid to hurt people's feelings. We're not, and and by no means, like, and this is where I'm sure you'll you'll explain your side. For me, I don't go on these dates or I don't attach myself to these guys for the same reason that I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. If I know what I want to come out of this situationship, dick appointment, whatever it is, it's because I'm being self-aware that I don't want there to be drama where there doesn't need to be drama. Blah 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 blah. And all, and all, I'm always straight up with with guys. I'll say honestly, like I just don't think that we're compatible. Um, you know what I'm looking for. I think that I need more than you're able to give me. I tell guys that all the time because I just think if I'm able to give myself all of this, 
I'm, I'm able to treat myself in a certain level. If you can't meet that, then I just don't think it's worth it to waste my time. I'd much rather be single and alone and surround myself with, you know, chasing after my goals or my friends or my family than entertain this guy when he could be happy with somebody else. Right, because you're, you're thinking about it like, I'm wasting your time just as much mm-hmm. as you're wasting my own. Correct. Like today, a dude set a date last week and he would text me every every day or like every other day like oh good morning or hey good night and so the last time that he texted our date was supposed to be for today wednesday the last time he texted me was sunday and so usually i like a text like 24 hours beforehand like hey can't wait to see you tomorrow just to confirm because you know my time is valuable and i don't want to waste it he texted me like four hours before the date was supposed to be and was like, hey, are we still on tonight? And I'm like, no. I didn't even know you were still thinking about my house. Are you you just taking girls out to take them out? Or was there something special about me and where you wanted to put in time and money and effort into seeing me? Or did you have other plans and you were trying to see what was going to correlate? Like I told him, I'm not going because I need more than you're able to give me. He's like, you know, I was preoccupied because I was moving. If you would have told me that on Sunday, hey, I'm going to be unavailable. Can we reschedule or I don't know. Or or I'm, we're going to be unavailable. I'm not going to talk to you until Wednesday, but like I'll see you at this time at this place. Give me all those details. I would have been there. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's the fact that they don't even, they don't communicate. So I'm not going to waste my time because clearly we're not compatible. And, and that's another pill to like take from the conversation. You're not going to be compatible with every person you meet on a dating app, in person, whatever it is. And you cannot right. take that personally. Like you have to speak up for yourself and set your boundaries. You know, she, you know, saying like that's not her, not her cup of tea. So she's not gonna waste her time and pigeonhole it because she's not lonely and she knows what she can offer herself. That's important for both sexes. Know what you want and communicate that. Don't ghost people. I hate that. I literally hate it. Ghosting. Like, Yes, I had two guys come back to me this week that I talked to in 2019 off of a dating app, right? So they saw me again and we matched. I never forget a face. So like, I knew that they were familiar, but I couldn't remember like why they had fallen off. And both of them were like, yeah, you know, we must have faded. For some reason, they don't delete their text messages. So they pulled up and they both sent me screenshots. And like, I had told both of them at the time, you know, I'm not in the headspace to date right now. So, and I don't want to ghost you because that sucks. Mm-hmm. I much rather tell you that this just isn't working out. Yeah. And good luck. And they're like, you know, I really appreciated that because it's just, it's a very shitty feeling. And I don't think that people deserve that. They do communicate what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And then you go your separate ways, but people don't have the gumption. Unless someone does something wrong to you or like offends you or disrespects you. I think that we owe people that common courtesy of, hey, this isn't working out. Absolutely. It's, it's, you think it's harder than it is the, the conversation to be had. It, it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's really not. And things are so much easier when you're willing to have that conversation and you know, not everyone's going to react the way you want them to. Oh, you're right about that. Well, that you need to just out. know that you did what you did for you. You did the mature thing in the conversation and you walk away from it. Cause Oh, does some motherfuckers not know? how to respond to calm and courtesy 
to be like, you wasted my time, like, fuck you. And I'm like, bro, okay. If this is how you were when I'm trying to be nice and be straight up with you, how would it be if I literally pissed you off? Right. Over some, over some district or like anything. That's scary to me because you don't know me. Absolutely. Like, I, I hate the, if we tell you, we ha- tell you how we feel, you get upset and think that we're being like bitches. But if we don't tell you how we feel, well, then we're, we're, it's our fault because we let ourselves get hurt in the situation. So I'm just like, I don't know what you want. You can't win. You can't, you can't win. win. So that's why you just, you try and be the person that you would want, you know, to encounter you. Yeah. You treat people how you want to be treated. That's facts 100% I think it's all just like a balance of at the end of the day it always will come back to how you treat yourself like you said what Mm -hmm. you want in life and when you open your mind to opportunities and you learn the lessons with each encounter with you know open-mindedness and communication that's literally all the fuck there is to it because I just you know serial dating like I do and like I've done in the past ever since you know I've hit my 20s I think I've learned so much about myself what I like what I don't like what I can tolerate what I can't tolerate I think that's really the fun about it I've met really amazing people some guys you know we haven't worked out but we're still friends or like I'll put them on to my girlfriends and you know now they're dating or whatever the case may be so you know I just, I think being a nice person and being kind throughout all of that has really just served me well. Yeah. And like you said, you grow from it. You learn a lot from it. And I don't ever want to sit here and and glamorize sex. I'm not trying to glamorize like hookups and and all that shit and poetry or whatever. I've come to self-accept what I do in my personal time. (laughs) Hey, if you're having fun and you're happy and you're not hurting anybody, then who can come for you? Right, and in the beginning, and that's what I'm saying, like, I don't like to glamorize it because in the beginning, you are like absolutely correct. Like I'll always say like, in the beginning of being single again, I was sleeping around to fill the void of being, obviously I just like broke heart, broke my heart, all the, mm-hmm. che- all the cheesy cliches. Like, yeah, so I was literally <laughs> running, I hit the ground running in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, baby, I'm here. I'm here. So in the beginning, as I said earlier, like I was just sleeping around, I was getting hurt, I was getting attached, I was being like mad messy, messy fucking bitch for 200. Um, but now that I'm older, like I'm more selective. I, you know, it's there if I, it's there if I need it. Right. And that's, and that's my, like my lifestyle. I don't necessarily go on dates that my own fear of commitment is just not wanting to be the person that's so self-involved, so self-obsessed with the relationship. And those are my issues. But I think, but I think, you know, I feel like. Of course, that could happen to anybody depending on the relationship. But I think if you have a strong sense of self, you know, there's nobody that's going to be able to make you lose that. Because I always think that a relationship is two people coming together. Like, there's no other half of me. I'm a whole person. Thank you. The The only thing that a person can do in a relationship is add to my life. You know, and if they start to take things away or, you know, my mental starts to slip, that's when I know I need to cut it off. But like, there's nothing that is needs to be completed by another person. 
Absolutely. And perfectly said, like Ina said earlier, she started this in her early 20s. I'm 26. Now I'm where she says, I'm good with me. I love me. Yeah. I love where I'm at. So my Dang. lifestyle is healthy and happy. And I joke and I call them dick appointments and whatever. But I can live like that because there's nothing you can say to me that either I don't say to myself or that doesn't phase me, like calling me a slut or whatever the hell you need, whatever helps you yeah. sleep at night for your perception of me. <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, it was messy. It's not fun. But that that's the purpose of your 20s, though. It's the purpose to be messy. It's the you play all the things. You're gonna get your heart broken. You're gonna meet assholes. You're gonna be messy and all the damn. Oh yeah, all of it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Once you become yourself and you know what you want and and you're happy with that, like no, literally, like no level of of someone else's perception is gonna bother you. None. And I think it's really that discernment. Like now that you're 26 and you've been through what you've been through and you've encountered all these people like you know who's capable of hurting you or what characteristics someone embodies that's able to hurt you so you're gonna steer clear of that you know I always not that I'm encouraging whole phases but like <laughs> I really do think it was a very memorable time in my life because it taught me a lot of self-worth you know, I cannot let people treat me like this or I'm not a means to an end. You know, yeah. sex isn't something that is done to me by you. Like it is something that we are experiencing together. Facts. And if that's, not, if that's not how we're feeling about it, then like we don't need to sleep together. We don't need to see each other. And I would have never gotten to that point if I hadn't have been wilding out in my early 20s. Right. And that's why, like, you know, nobody's nobody's glamorizing it but it's definitely no. like it's a matter of if you're listening just you know we're not promoting the whole phase but there's nothing wrong with one and there's nothing wrong with being curious about it that that's what we're trying to be, tell you here like if you are curious whether it's upping your sex game going on dating apps going on apps or hell just being you and learning more about yourself like that's what we're emphasizing here we need you to that's be it. you and and do what you got to do and live your life for your own purpose and find your true self. Like, it has nothing to do with, you know, glamorizing the whole thing. Because nothing I hate more than people glamorizing daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> All I will say is, like, their success didn't come for me. Or, like, happy endings didn't come for me until I was really right with myself. And knew what I wanted. And... You know, that's all, especially for younger women or even women in their mid-20s or that are struggling now. If you focus on yourself, things really just fall into place right after that. Absolutely. Have respect for yourself and just, you know you better than nobody else. That, as corny as that fucking sounds. As a, I, I feel like I'm a hedonist. Like, the only thing I chase is pleasure and happiness. So, if anything really detracts from that... I have to figure out what, how to get right back on track. Yeah, I need that if on that's a t-shirt. <laughs> if that's people, if that's something that I'm doing, such as bad habits, like, I gotta cut it out. And at the end of the day, like, you can't control people's perception of you, whether it, because again, you know, this is, we're talking about somebody's private life. We're talking about our, you know, obviously on an open platform, we're talking about our personal life, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's your private life. You do not have mm -hmm. to tell the world what you choose and choose not to do. True. And I think we overshare because we have social media. 
And then there's nothing. I mean, fuck. I don't know. I don't have a problem with oversharing, but then when you ha- when you have to be ready to do so, like what we're talking about, like. People can come for us in the comments or come for us and, and it's not going to phase us. But if you're someone who's still sensitive and still working on yourself, maybe we shouldn't be talking about our private life. <laughs> also, what I, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but I really don't think, you know, if Queen Elizabeth, you know, from Shakespearean times had fucking Twitter, y'all don't think that she would be using it? <laughs> y'all don't think that she would go on Instagram live? Like, I think y'all are tripping. That's also, I mean, look at how, look at the the cloud that's coming behind shows like Sex Life or 365. Like, people want to talk about it. You so. saw Trump? Like, they want to talk. <laughs> they want platforms. They sure want platforms. Lord have mercy. I don't think it's a matter of oversharing. I think people, I think ultimately people want to relate. Yeah. They want to find sure. people that they relate to. They want a sense of belonging. And I think social media has made that more accessible. So I won't knock it. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, it reminds me of when I uh, did that episode. Not that episode. It's when I did a story on a monogamous relationship. Do I even know what the fuck that means? What is monogamy? <laughs> it came out of my mouth and I'm like, do I even know what the fuck that means? Um, where they were saying, like, when you're in a committed relationship, you don't want to sleep with anybody else. I remember I challenged that, and I was like, something tells me. I think people think the quite opposite, and just nobody wants to say it out loud or put their face to that that answer. And, dude, guys, whether you believe it or not, I got 80% of people thought it's harmless to think about sleeping with somebody else. I mean, I think... I don't necessarily think it's harmless. I think it's natural, like that you're going to think about you're going to be attracted to other people they're still human right but i think the thing with the test of monogamy is not acting on it or you know talking to your partner about things that are missing from your relationship so that you're not tempted but you know i've never really been swayed enough to be monogamous so that's just my idea of it i have no experience there sorry <laughs> i mean honestly like i think i ain't shit i ain't even gonna try to talk about monogamy uh, <laughs> i'm the last person to talk about it but um i think it's the imposing you know your your societal beliefs on what a relationship is it's like you said talk to your partner i think Believe it or not, there's a lot more people you could relate to if you were more open on that conversation because there's a lot of couples out there that can be open like that and don't mind with letting their partner sleep with someone else. And like, as I say it, people are probably like tense, like, no, that means he doesn't love you or that 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 means blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yo, it's love not. Means, it means so many different things to different people. Yeah. I don't know. It's not I... black and white. No, if if there's one thing that's great, it's definitely relationships. Just like I don't, I I always think like I'm a I'm the number one hype man. Like I'm a good time to be around, but on my bad days, I want to beat my own ass. I take I, a, I take a lot of patience. Like I always commend my closest friends and my family. Like I take so much patience. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? <laughs> Uh, I'm that anal one with the fucking stick up her ass. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. 
because I was getting Virgo vibes. I'm not gonna lie. Let's get her. You know what's so funny? I'm a Capricorn, but my moon is Aries. So my emotional oh my God. mindset is of an Aries. <laughs> yeah, you can see that. Now you wonder why I want to beat my own ass. <laughs> Logical self looks at emotional self. Get it together. <laughs> but honest to god though i think like whatever auras you get from us whether that's just you know our confidence it, it all just boils down to we love us that's we, it we don't know what to tell you <laughs> we have i've literally clawed my way to getting here i'm very happy i know with people are afraid of getting older and whatnot but i'm fucking hyped for it I'm so happy that I've had the experiences that I've had. I wouldn't change that for anything. And I'm excited to get older. Absolutely. I, it's I light over here. Dude, that, that's what I always say. I'm like, life slows down, dude. If you just, it's not that deep. <laughs> there are more Never. important shit that are happening in this world every day than for you to tell yourself to not take an opportunity to whatever it is that you're doing in life like it's so not that deep man you gotta life is about experiences life is about experiences be open to it it's a good time <laughs> i would say so i love it here i love it here too i just um i think you inspire me like am i gonna go on a date <laughs> i don't know but you do inspire me to be a little bit more open-minded to the experience of dating <laughs> you're not the first person to say that um i would just say you know just make sure that you know you're vibing do it in a safe and public place first and yeah just fill it out you just never know who you're gonna meet you want to give me some shit right now so i did actually like i started i and i say this like the fucking childish 15 year old that i am I started crushing on a guy that I did meet on the internet. Not gonna lie. You met him on Twitter, Instagram, what's up? I met him on Instagram. Okay. We had a hey meet. man, one of my girls just met her boyfriend on Instagram and you know, they fine as hell together. <laughs> I think that that's it. You, it's, just, it's just like any other, like it's like meeting at a bar. It's the same shit now, it's 2021 at this point. And we, had a, we had a mutual friend from North actually. Shout out Mustangs! Don't you? We ain't shit. <laughs> hey man, they they come through. Whenever I'm in the city, they come through. That's facts. That's I I love North. That's actually if you want to know a bad quick backstory, that's how Ena and I know each other. Uh, we she was my camp counselor. <laughs> She's been inspiring me since day one. Oh my god, this is fucking cute. How adorable. <laughs> Look, and we are how old right now? That was 15. I don't know. I was 16. Oh, so, so like that was, I was you were probably we were probably the same age, honestly. I think so. So we're both 16. So then yeah, it's been 10 years. Damn, that's crazy. We grew. We grew Look into confident growth. fucking women. Look at the growth. I'm proud of us. Um, but like he dude, this guy, and this this is where I want to eat my fucking word. Like this guy embodied. <laughs> Like, low-key, everything, like, I'd want to see myself dating. Mm -hmm. And to say that, like, in my mind, I was like, to say that out loud, especially to be somebody that, like, has been so anti-date, anti-against dating and all this whatever bullshit. And I was like, damn, like, I'm really feeling this guy, like, blah, 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 blah. He lives all the way on the other fucking side of the country. 
Whoa, where, yep. where are we talking? What state are we talking here? He lives in New York. Boy, he lives in New York. Damn, never mind. I was like, it ain't nothing to take a flight. It's okay. It's okay. He he's a good friend now. He, he's an awesome friend now. And that's where I tell you guys, like, have that opportunity and have that conversation. Is he going to listen to this? Is he? I don't know. I don't think he's gotten that far. <laughs> I think he's gone to like post net clarity and then like he hit a roadblock. Okay. So, All right. I'm gonna, you know, maybe drop him a drop him the link. Drop him. He should listen to this. Yeah. Hey, you should listen to this one. He is coming to Arizona though. He's coming to Arizona next month. Okay. So is it's gonna be a link up? That's that's where I say my personal life doesn't always meet my social media. <laughs> Hey, and that's a-okay. I'm kidding. No, I really do, like, genuinely like this guy's energy and stuff. So, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm mature enough to know that this is my homie. I like his energy and personality enough to know that if he's, like, my friend, like, I'm chill with it. I just was right. like, what a cruel fucking world that you throw, you dangle somebody like that in front of me just to tell me, friend, ugh. I mean, sometimes I personally don't believe in timing. I don't. I, I don't think either. that if the person is yours, then it's gonna work out, you know, no matter what the timing is, um, or location in this case. Facts. So if you crush him and you like him, shoot your shot. I did. I'm a bit. I'm. I'm a big advocate for that. Oh, you did, and he I friends did. on you. I, I'm the. I don't I'm believe the in that either, though. but. I'm the queen. I'm the queen of shooting my shot. I was definitely okay. I was definitely friend zoned. I have been friend zoned before, girl. I it's okay. But I will say though, the dudes that I have been friends zoned with are actually actually my good ass guy friends. And I would leave it at that. I think if I'm friend zoned by a guy that I like, there's nothing more that can happen. My pride won't let that happen. You know what's so hilarious? This this will tell you how how much pride I have. I did a recent episode, and he literally calls me out for trying to sleep with him on that episode. <laughs> and I'm sitting next, dude. I'm sitting next to him, and I was like, "Oh, so we're gonna talk about it? We're just gonna we're, okay?" Yeah. Yes. That's the homie Tim. That's fine. <laughs> I I did what I did. That was a past me. I said it with my chest. <laughs> right. And now now I don't feel like that anymore. So. You can get your ego boost if you'd like. He's no, he's fucking hilarious. I also was in a car with him for five hours. You learn a lot. You need to stop doing these road trips, honey. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm concerned. Dude, I swear to God, every weekend is always a story with my ass. I should start recording like weekend episodes as much as I do weekly ones, just of like what I do in a weekend. You'd be surprised. Oh, what I, I bet. What are you driving the? Timbuktu. Oh, that was for Robin's birthday. I don't normally like to do oh. drives either, to be honest. But uh, oh. but no, Tim is the homie. That that had to be the funniest fucking moment of my life to just be called out online for all the listeners. That was great. Um, <laughs> the other guy that I got friend zone with. I mean, I don't see him. Like we're just like social media friends at this point, and that's chill. And then like this guy, like I just think he's so fucking genuine and like we vibe so much and I'm just like, I don't have this connection with any other guys and I'm cool with that on a friend level because I don't have that okay. kind of like guy friendship. So, right. It's like, I'm here for this. I'm a big girl. <laughs> I'm wishing you luck. 
gosh. I just kicked myself three times under this table. Me too. <laughs> you were all nervous talking about your crush. I know. What a fucking child. I'm a crush on somebody. Okay. I think it's cute. Sweet little baby angel. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get a DM right now. Is it me? <laughs> no. Quit fucking DMing people. We'll tell you if it's you. But thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here. Of course. I'm always happy to talk to you. And, you know, I'm proud of you. And proud of us. You know, I'm excited to see where your dick appointments take you. 